The pandemic caused lots of shortages from personal protective equipment to laptops to bicycles. But one supply shortage could slow down the economy for months, even after COVID is gone. That's the global shortage of chips, not Lay's chips, but semiconductor chips, the types of silicon that power everything from our computers to our cars. Recode's Rebecca Heilweil has been covering the shortage. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, So this feels like this sort of niche problem, but semiconductors aren't everything. So tell me what exactly a semiconductor is. Semiconductors or chips are basically the building block of all the devices that we're using today. You know, the computers in your refrigerator or the computers in your car, your phone's a mini computer. All of that is being made with these tiny little chips that are powering these technologies. And they're really important because we don't just need them for entertainment. We need them to work and learn, and especially during the pandemic when we're doing all of these things from home and you not only have your devices at your school or your office, many people also have a whole second uh, electronic setup at their house. And what kind of problems is a chip shortage going to cause? Like, Talk me through how does this play out in, in the world that we experience, in the world we care about in everyday life? So broadly, the increase in demand for electronics in general means that we don't have enough chips to actually make those electronics. So if you weren't getting a laptop on time or a phone on time that you really needed, that's how it would affect you. But in the United States, there's this particular challenge that's popped up with the automakers. Obviously, automakers are really important. And the shortage in chips is actually delaying production of cars and some models from GM are actually not going to be running with an advanced fuel technology system right now because the car makers can't get the chips that they need. So, you know, we're seeing idle workers in the United States, some workers being laid off because of this chip shortage. But, you know, it's not just cars. Samsung is talking about delays with their phones. There are medical device makers who have asked for help because they also are worried about the chip shortage. So this is really a very, very big issue for all sorts of things that we do. Tell me about why this is happening and how did COVID cause or accelerate the shortage in the first place? So the primary cause for the shortage is the increase in demand in an industry that isn't that flexible in terms of how much it can make. Talking to semiconductor experts, they say the lead time can be, you know, over 20, 25 weeks to make one of these chips. So it's not an an industry that can just flip the switch in terms of, of making more. Another challenge is that we're dealing with, you know, incredibly complicated supply chains. And there are just a few companies that have the infrastructure and very, very expensive infrastructure to make these chips. Mm-hmm. But they need to get materials from other companies. There's also, uh, you know, some Trump era trade policies that are making the market even a little bit more constricted. The U.S. has not really developed a very strong backup system of its own supply chain. You know, the U.S. has just 12 percent of global manufacturing in the sector. And you used to have nearly 40% back in the 1990s. So we really haven't focused on our own U.S. domestic manufacturing of these chips, which sort of is making a lot of people nervous right now, especially, you know, the car makers, but, you know, all sorts of uh, device makers in the United States right now. And uh, what can we do about that? We can't go back from 12% to 40% overnight. Uh, What are 
people who think about, you know, the future of the auto industry, governors, people who have jobs on the line, people who have angry customers calling, what are they doing about this? The Biden administration has ordered a giant review of the semiconductor supply chain. It's part of a broader effort that he's focused on and focused on his campaign as well to sign of boost the resilience of U.S. supply chains. And for, you know, we're in the midst of this now, but there's going to be an 100 day review of the semiconductor supply chain. And that's doing a lot of research with all the different ship makers trying to figure out, like, where do you get these components? What happens in this disaster scenario and really scoping out what this actually looks like? There is legislation that some people say really needs to be funded that would actually incentivize building high-tech manufacturing in the United States for chips. It hasn't been funded yet, but that's something that some chip makers really, really want to see. But, you know, taking the step of the U.S. government actively incentivizing companies to go away from building these chips abroad where it is cheaper and they've, you know, done so for economic reasons and having them build chips in the United States, that's a pretty big statement and that's going to be a lot of money and it doesn't Mm -hmm. always work out well. You could end up with empty factories, factories that aren't being used three years or five years down the line. And for customers, what can we do beyond expect our products to take longer to get to us? You know, in the GM case, you might get that product, but you might not get it with a feature that you really wanted. Like Uh I was mentioning, the uh, advanced fuel technology system, which means that if you were trying to buy one of those GM trucks, uh, you might be paying a little bit more for gas and that just might be the compromise. Right. But, you know, it's a reminder to really pay attention to supply chain stories. It, it's not, you know, very uh, dramatic compared to a lot of other things we read about. But if you're someone who couldn't get a laptop or couldn't get a phone that you really needed, this stuff really, really matters. And it's, it's worth keeping an eye on what the Biden administration does in the coming months uh, related to this. Rebecca Heilwile, thanks so much for joining us. You can read more of her work at Recode.net. Thanks for having me. <laughs> 